Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and I'm having a crack at recording on Friday evening just to be ahead of the curve. Uh, in fact, do you know what? I think I might have done Friday evening last week as well for the very same reason. So look at me getting organised two weeks on the spin. Right, let's crack on with a little bit of that twangy guitar. <laughs> Apropos of absolutely nothing, I nearly bought uh, Dire Straits Alchemy live today on cassette. Uh, I happened to be in a collectible shop and amongst the things that he did, uh, and I was in there looking at pops uh, because we still have the, the old Funko Pop thing running through the house uh, with Jack. So I was in there just having a sniff around because what tends to happen is that you inherit your kids collecting habits or your kids purchasing habits so you end up finding yourself drawn to the things that your kids are currently looking at and you become a bit of a not an expert on them but you you get a load more information than is probably healthy on a particular topic and so I know more about Funko Pops than perhaps I would expect to do if I didn't have a child that was involved in them uh, or I was probably a I don't know a more normal human being um so I ended up being in this shop, which, and I have to say, I've got a little bit of a soft spot for collectibles, particularly sci-fi collectibles, particularly anything Doctor Who, to be honest. And obviously Doctor Who's front and centre at the moment with everything going on with the 60th anniversary. And I do own two Sonic screwdrivers. Um, in fact, I own four Sonic screwdrivers because I have two that are boxed and I have two that I have a little play with every once in a while. Uh, and I do do exactly what you would expect. And to be honest, I was drawn to an ad the other day for a lightsaber as well. But we'll leave all that to one side. The reason why I started this was because he had cassette tapes. And I had a, a flash of nostalgia and nearly bought. Bear in mind, I have nothing to play a cassette tape on. Absolutely nothing at all. There would be no use of it for its primary function. I would have bought this cassette tape for the sheer purpose of owning it. Uh, nothing more. And it would have gone on a shelf as something to have as a physical thing. Um, purely as a memory. Purely as in, in the same way that you could collect plates. Though I don't understand why you would, but you could. I get teapots slightly more because they do have a purpose. Um, but then I'm a creature of habit and I like my particular teapot. But for no other reason than to have Dire Straits Alchemy on cassette, I nearly bought Dire Straits Alchemy on cassette. And to be fair, there were a few other things as well that I could have I could have bought at the, at the same time. But Alchemy was one of those things that always seemed an expensive one. And a and the doubles were always quite, I don't know, something about double cassettes. And, and particularly when it was the now ones. So, yeah, as I said, apropos of absolutely nothing, I nearly bought a cassette tape with no intention of playing it. Tuesday. This week's going to fall into one of those um, not really going to move the dial. Um, there's not a load of politics, so I'm not going to rant. There's not something that struck me that I feel the need to tell you about. Um, particularly that's going to make the earth move. Um, earth move is probably the wrong phrase, but you know what I mean. Um, but 
it's just bits of stuff this week and and of a bit of stuff this week and i suppose this is quite a big thing for me but it, it's not necessarily a big thing to 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 you know, it's not going to move your your world in the same way it's moved my world. But I went through a thousand miles running um, today, um, which is I don't think I've ever done that in November. Uh, the, the target for the year is a thousand miles. That's what the, the the rough target is for me to for me to run, and it's kind of based on that thing of doing hundred kilometer months. So you do the hundred kilometer months, um, and if you can add a bit on top of that, you can get close. You know, to what you need to do to do a to do a thousand. Uh, and ever since I went to the running four days a week, so I, I try and run Tuesdays, Thursdays, uh, Saturdays and Sundays, then four runs, you know, even a minimum of four miles, 16, 32, there's your 64, you get an extra run normally in the month, 68, I tend to try and do 20 miles a, a, a you know, I try and do 20 miles a week, so you do the math. Um, you know, so anyway, we're obviously on average a little bit ahead of the 20 miles a week and I hit the thousand miles this time, which means I might get as much as 1100, which means this might be the year I've covered more miles than any other year. The daft thing is I don't necessarily feel, I don't know what happens with this and, but I don't feel any, I don't feel like I've made any progress this year. I'm not running any faster this year than I've run in the past. Even though I've covered more miles, I don't feel any fitter. I don't feel my my stats are kind of, as I say, running probably, if anything, a little bit slower. Heart rate's roughly where I expect it to be. Um, I've got, I seem to have a low resting heart rate. My resting heart rate seems to be around about 50, some 48 to 50. So clearly there's something that's that's affected there in terms of my resting heart rate, but the rest haven't really moved the dial. But it's the, it's the, the most I've, uh, you know, in the 10 years or so I've been running or 12 years I've been running, it's the most I will have done in any given, any given year. But I don't know, just, and it wasn't a big thing. You know, uh, I didn't notice any fireworks. Um, nobody, nobody seemed to recognise it. it. Didn't make either the national or the local press. Um, but I might as well point it out to you now. The other thing there was, I got a notification the other day from Strava to say I was being followed by one of Josh's friends, and I understand that uh, this is because Josh, for whatever reason, is logged into my Strava account. In fact, I think I might have mentioned this because when he had his went to his his prom um, uh, when he finished high school, um, I got notification that his walk on the way home at five o'clock in the morning and actually hit my Strava account. So uh, I know he's logged into my Strava account for whatever reason. I don't think either has worked out why, but what it meant was that it became a topic of conversation while him and a group of mates were out and they had a great time comparing Josh's mate's stats with my stats. And of course he runs at a gazillion miles an hour and you know, it's, it's, he's incredibly fit as you'd expect because he's skinny as a lat and he's 17. Um, but the interesting thing is where I did win out is that uh, in my running career, uh, while I've been recording on Strava, which has not been all the time, I'm up at sort of 8,000 plus miles and he's only at 3,000. So there are occasionally moments where just being that little bit senior, you know, I'm going to I'm going to say tortoise and hare at this point uh, does actually work out for you. Wednesday. I don't want to really focus on the autumn statement too much. Um, I, I don't know if there was really enough in it to, to warrant um, talking about it too much. And as much as it's been hyped up by the right wing media as something that is a 
it puts the country on election footing. I'm not convinced it's anything like close enough in terms of what it's done to make any of us feel um, that we're better off at this point in time. I've, I've said the same thing before. I'll say it again. When it comes to an election, you 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 stand and you look and you go, am I better off than I was five years ago? And is the community around me looking better or worse than it was five years ago? Do we feel we've made progress in the last five years? And I think that's going to be very difficult for anybody and any community to, to show a positive to at that point in time. And certainly all the information coming out of the OBR suggests that's the case. We are not better off than we were. We are considerably uh, worse off than we were pre-pandemic. So there's, the, the, there isn't going to be, you can spin it whichever way you like, it's not necessarily going to work when people actually get into that polling booth and they, they actually think to themselves, do we feel like we've made progress, which we haven't. The bit I want to talk about, though, um, is I want to shout out and congratulate uh, a couple of publications who have been calling it out um, for what it was, but particularly the BBC. The BBC did a really, really, really good job of putting across what the Chancellor had done, but at the same time studying the OBR report to actually offset the spin with the reality. Because the reality is that fiscal drag and the fact that... Um, the thresholds for income tax haven't moved and various other things haven't moved in line with inflation means that people are being pulled into tax brackets they weren't in before, which means they're being taxed greater than they were before. And I think the numbers are something like uh, next year he's going to pull in an extra £29 billion in taxable income and taxable revenue because of fiscal drag, and yet he's only going to spend ten. Um, million 10 billion sorry it's in billions 29 billion in, in fiscal drag extra payments and he's only going to spend 10 on the national insurance so ultimately he's 20 billion better off than he was which means that money's coming out of pockets which means we can't be better off than we were so the the the, the bit i kind of want to say the 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 you know thumbs up and the well done in this scenario is for a good job by the bbc in presenting a very balanced take on the autumn statement at this point in time now it's not surprising because this government have gone after the bbc so many times it's not surprising they would they would go that way round but it was really good to see no flinch and absolute straight ahead look yes national insurance is coming down yes however the but is this 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 and this <laughs> I got my mind blown by social commerce this week. Um, and I don't know why I got my mind blown, because I know it's there. I've just never really thought of it in quite the way that it was explained or positioned to me. Uh, and it was positioned from the point of view of its impact in other parts of the world versus its impact necessarily here and what it could do in the future. So social commerce is essentially when you buy through social media platforms, and I'm particularly thinking about things like Instagram and TikTok at this point in time. But it's also about user-generated content. It's about influencers um, and ha having their content posted on brand websites and being used as a tool to sell branded product. Um, and it's a little bit like it's a little bit like the shopping channels, the QVC, and what have you. For the for for the gen whatevers, and I always get confused with what gen we are now. But essentially, for um, the generation that's coming through now, 
then it's the impact of those influences and then how those transactions are made. And it it's all kind of folded together because um, Josh came the other day with Christmas stuff and we ordered a load of stuff um, that he wanted for, um, you know, for, for when the big fella comes. And um, and I asked him, and he, and he brought me a load of brands I'd never heard of in terms of the actual brand of clothing, but also the outlets. And then it comes down to, well, how do you find out about these places? And then it's all through the individual influencers and TikTok being the biggest uh, proponent in the UK of, uh, of this. Um, but when I was in this presentation... I was watching this amazing video that's gone viral in China about this girl who basically drags something onto screen for three seconds and then literally throws it to the side and then moves on to the next thing. And this carries on like a conveyor belt and people in China are clicking to buy based on that three second. And it's not presented in that kind of shopping channel way where they spend 15 minutes and they talk you through it it is literally up and it's away up and it's away and she was basically taking something out of the box holding it up putting it back loosely in the box shoving the box to one side in the way that you might do security at an airport and doing the next one and the other thing i found out was how how engaged we are as a nation with tiktok uh, in terms of the average hours spent on tiktok in the uk versus other parts of europe and the world and then of course the big stat, which was 15% of Chinese online sales are social commerce sales. Now, the same percentage in the US is a couple. And I don't know exactly what the percentage over here, but, a, you know, 2 or 3% would seem reasonable. But if we get to 15 or we get to 20, and it's as I say, it's, it's kind of like QVC in a condensed format on a, on a, on a social platform, then that could be a really, really big number. And, and what they were saying was one of the reasons why it's, not a big number yet is because in reality the social commerce that goes over on over here some of it's on those platforms but that the buying power of that particular uh, demographic is not quite there yet at the moment there's more social commerce going on on things like facebook with an older generation than than maybe on things like tiktok but then they took us through a whole level, a whole load of these of these influencer platforms, and how you can actually take influencer content and just plug it into your um, your website and, and link it to your basket, and very very quickly turn it in. And they're giving they're giving uh, you know influencers ten and twenty percent of these sales, and it's just scary to see where this might go. And it was it was quite mind blowing. So watch out for social commerce. It could be, it could be the next thing that really takes off. We might all be doing it. I mean, at the moment, I see adverts come through. I mean, I mentioned lightsabers early on. I keep seeing lightsaber adverts on Instagram and the thought of buying something on Instagram just is alien to me. But clearly, and maybe I'm not in a minority at the moment, but clearly I may well be in the future. Friday. I'm going to finish with this because you know this about me. I like clever things that work. I like things that just are simple and neat. In fact, one of my phrases is you have to go through complicated to get to simple. I like it when you get through and you think of something that's complex and you arrive at a very simple, intuitive solution. It's one of the reasons why I've always liked Max. Um, and when I, when I started 
doing doing things on my own. When I started having my own business, I opened a business account, as you do. And one of the things they sent me was a little card reader to allow me to take payments on my phone. Now, I'm not running a business that would involve me needing to do that, but what's become evident is that it would be really handy to take card payments, and wait for this, you're going to love this, at the, at, on Sundays at junior football matches, because we do coffees, we do teas, we do refreshments, we do raffles. And the number of times you go to do a raffle, and what you get from people is, I don't carry cash. I don't carry cash anymore. And obviously, it's a post-pandemic thing. We None of us carry cash. Um... So I, on the back of this, I'd been thinking, oh, really handy if we could take card. And people were saying, oh, do you not take card? And I was thinking, what kind of junior football club takes cards for teas and coffees and raffles? And then I remembered I got this little, um, this little card reader. So I set it up and I set the app up and it turned out the card reader wasn't working. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to buy one. They're about 30 quid. I'd got this one free. I was finding a use for it. Anyway, I went, it was within warranty and they sent a new one out and all I've got to do is send the old one back within a fortnight and they won't charge me. So the new one arrived today, arrived in a couple of days and and I've just tried it and used it and I've created this little like grid on my phone that, um, that basically has tea and coffee and chocolate and sweets and raffle tickets on it. And you just press the buttons. If you want, if somebody comes and orders two teas and, and you know, a pack of sweets and, and, and some chocolate or some water, you just press the buttons and it tots up at the bottom. You hit the blue button that says take payment and they put their card on the little thing and it works. And, and I know it works because I've done it hundreds of times. I know it works. But when I do it for the first time, and it works, I think it's amazing. And it's a really simple little interface and it's really easy to use and the Bluetooth works and the Wi-Fi and, the, and the, it works on signal, no problem. And I just think it's great. So I just want to tell you, I'm really, really, really taken with something that people rely on day in, day out that I've done for the first time. And, and I think he's going to, it's going to revolutionize the under 11's uh, tuck shop and raffle sales. Right, on back that, at that point, on that bombshell, uh, I'm going to leave you. Uh, I hope you're well. hope you had a good week. hope you're ready for the weather turning a little bit a little bit cooler, uh, which it seems to have done today, actually. I've been quite, uh, quite, quite nippy today at points in time. Um, and I'm looking forward to a last-minute decision to go to uh, see Merillion on Sunday. I booked some train tickets. Um, I've, I've had somebody contact me and say they've got a hotel room I can, I can have. Um, so I'm not quite sure where I'm staying yet. Uh, I'm not sleeping on a bus, so that's one thing. But um, but I, some some somebody who who I'm hoping can be trusted has arranged me somewhere to stay. So I'm actually really looking forward to to going down for that. Um, I will speak to you next time. Take care. <laughs>